0: All right, guys, welcome to part two of my interview with Dr. Sachin Patel. He's an amazing uh, uh, physician, practitioner, business coach, mentor, and he really, we're gonna get right into it. He's gonna drop some truth bombs, some some juicy wisdom that will really help you be successful in your in your medical practice, be successful in life, be successful in your health. I know you're gonna love this episode. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness, all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs if this resonates with you then i want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the physician wealth accelerator this is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to up level their life you'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live q a's and all my best personal resources as well as Access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. Do you take care of, uh, when when you're mentoring these doctors, is there different, I guess, models that you're sharing with them? Or do you recommend a lot of them to just leave and start their own practices?
1: Well, there's so many different ways that, you know, you can set up your practice. So I have a really simple business plan. It's only four sentences, make it up, make it simple, (laughs) make it with love. Okay. And have, make it having fun doing it. So what's cool about being an entrepreneur is you get to, you get to kind of make it up, right? You can set up your business, however you see, and the market will tell you if there's a demand for what you're offering. What we've specifically done is we prefer a cash-based practice. That's kind of our bread and butter, um, versus a direct primary care type of office or uh, an insurance-based office. The principles, the business principles that we teach, the customer service principles—all uh, of those things apply regardless of the type of business. But if somebody were asking me what's what's the you know the sweet spot for us, it's basically a cash-based practice. What we also have done, and, and, you know, it's kind of been transformational over the years for us as well, is we've really simplified our approach. So over the years, you know, as you probably know, functional medicine and, you know, any form of healthcare can get very complicated and very quickly, right? You learn a new Absolutely, test and you're yeah. like, okay, I got to do this test. You learn about a new supplement. Okay. I got to give this supplement uh, if it's appropriate, of course, but you know, the list just keeps getting longer and longer. And the learning curve gets steeper and steeper and steeper. And what we realized that was holding practitioners back was this really steep learning curve and this constant feeling of never knowing enough. And so what we realized is that the average person that comes to see us as a functional medicine patient isn't even doing the most basic things. They're not breathing correctly. They're not spending any time outdoors. They're sitting way too much. Their stress levels are through the roof. Their sleep is not where it needs to be. And running labs on this person and giving them supplements isn't going to cut it, right? They have to have a behavior change that takes place or an environmental shift that takes place in order for them to even give themselves the potential to thrive. Because what supplement can I give for bad breathing? Nothing. What supplement can I give you for going to bed late at night? Nothing. What supplement can I give you for not getting outside and getting fresh air? There's no pill for that. In fact, for many of these things, there isn't even a test for that. So it gets overlooked. So, we started a, 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 an interesting uh, science project, if you will, in our practice. And we said, what if we took a group of people and we just had them do the most basic things, the stuff that you and I probably take so for all granted. the foundational
0: stuff you just threw at them and say, hey, look, let's see what happens there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, we said, you know, let's, let's just relive our own days as doctors, right? And as clinicians. And let, what do we do? Like, what is the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning? You know, when I go to the bathroom, I use a squatty potty, for example, right? What kind of water am I drinking? What kind of toothpaste am I using? You know, uh, what kind of exercises am I doing? You know, and I started, you know, just retracing that. I'm like, man, why don't I just teach people this, right? I'm a doctor. They wanna know, like my first website was Dr. Patel's diet because people kept asking me what I was eating. And I realized that that's just one facet of the diamond. It's really what are you doing? Like, what's your entire life look like in many ways that's going to help people get healthy? And I realized everything I was doing was simple, it was practical, it was habitual now because I didn't have to think about it. It was unconscious low cost,
0: to me. it's not like some high end supplement somewhere, you know? So, yeah, yeah. And, it,
1: and it never runs out, right? A, a pill bottle runs out, a skill set develops over time. So it becomes more valuable as time goes on. And it, uh, whereas a pill bottle gets less and less valuable because there's less pills in it every single day. So we what we decided to do is just come up with a way to, um, you know, uh, leverage what we call the compound effect. Right, Darren Hardy calls it the compound effect, where we're just going to, you know, build on these skill sets each day. And what we noticed is at at the end of four weeks, these people had lost weight, their inflammation was gone, their pain was gone, their sleep was better. And compared to our functional medicine patients, who were were some of them were still waiting for them to order their stool samples. Right? So we... you
0: eighty twenty literally like you know maybe we we have a hundred tools in our functional medicine toolkit some lifestyle some supplements some really advanced testings but you essentially said what's going to give me the eighty percent of the results mm-hmm. you you codified it you streamlined it potentially you protocolized it and now you were helping your patients and now I know you've built some system a back-end system that really helps practitioners have a jump start so they don't have to start from scratch like you did is that right?
1: yeah, exactly. So a uh, great question. So what we did was we learning from this protocol, we said, Wow, it, like the people keep it simple. It's way less costly. I can do it in a group because I'm teaching a lot of them the same thing. they I need to say the same thing over and over again. So I could teach it to some in the group. I can turn this into a course if I wanted to, and uh, add in some accountability and coaching. And now you're actually onto to some pretty transformational changes that take place. So what we then did is we built out a complete system for our practice with the intention uh, to white label it so that other practitioners can take what we've created and turn it into a turnkey solution for them. So we went all the way from our our, branding strategy, our promotional strategies, our lead building strategies and, and acquisition strategies to the webinar, to the challenges that we run. And we created all these tools for our practice because we needed them but then we created them in such a way that they were also turnkey white label solutions for practitioners. So what took us 12 years to put together, we can now teach practitioners to do in literally 12 weeks. So we can have a complete business setup uh, for a functional medicine or holistic health coach uh, in 12 weeks that has every digital asset that they need. And, uh, and now they're off to the races and we actually give them our program, our Living Proof Metabolic Reset Program. We give that to them and the entire manual and everything that they need and, and teach them how to run it and take them through the program themselves. So now they can offer this simple solution to their practitioners or to their patients. And what they can also do is they can layer on top of this any additional testing that they want. So instead of starting with testing, now our clients will take their patients through a foundational protocol, clean up their lifestyle, because that benefits them, it benefits their family, and 80% of the time it gets rid of all their issues. And then 20% of time that people have something left over, well, here's the thing, we, we now we have testing. Now we have a more accurate baseline uh, to take this person from and to, and they're much more bought in at that point because they know they've done the basics. And so, Sacha, I really want to jump in here because uh, a lot of doctors would be say, oh
0: my God, you gave away your trade secrets, you're giving the best information away, you package everything, like worried about competition. But what I love is the higher level thinking Like you live in abundance, like you live, you know, mentally abundant, you hopefully financially, but you're, you think in abundance, you think in, 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 in shared growth in, in, uh, rising tide raises all boats. And I think that's the thinking that not only when you're creating this for yourself, you're like, Hey, could this potentially help others? And you had faith in the universe, faith in God, faith in something. And now you gave everything away and now you're getting much more in return even, but that was not your intention. you just, your intention was to help. So. I want doctors who are listening here to like just take all this in, imbibe this into your DNA, and realize that the more you can help your patients, the more you can help your fellow practitioners, the more you can help people out, it's just going to come back to you. And it, we can all, there's enough for everybody. There's enough um, patients for everybody. There's enough income for everybody. There's enough resources for everybody. So um, maybe you want to speak on that. And then uh, then I want to get into maybe some of your, what's going on with your life right now.
1: Yeah, sure. So, so here's the thing, like, and this comes up often and my wife would, you know, sometimes bring this up. She's like, you're, you're just giving them everything. You're just giving it all away. I'm like, you know, there's a couple of ways to look at this. One is, you know, I believe I'm doing God's work. And if somebody wants to join me and they want to take what I've created and, you know, what I've learned from other people too, right. It's, it's a curation of what I've learned over the years. uh, And they want to go and help people get healthy. Like, I'm not going to stop them from doing that. And, you know, they may not pay me directly, but I believe in something called karmic currency. So karmic currency is, you know, the, the currency of the universe, right? The, you know, God didn't invent money. Humans invented money. But long before that, there was, there was the universe has a way and God has a way of, of keeping everything uh, tabulated. So, you know, if that ever happened, like if, if, um, if anyone ever wrongs me or I feel like I'm wrong I'm like, you know what, there's a higher force that's dealing with this, that's taking care of us. So I don't get stuck in low level conversations like that. Uh, and what I try to do is just operate out of abundance and, and realize, Hey, if, if somebody's uh, taking what I've created and, you know, let's just say stealing it and using it, they're just helping people get healthier. They don't know any other way to help people than to take my materials and help them. And I'm more than okay with that, right? Uh, I'm not gonna chase them down and say, hey, stop helping people. Um, <laughs> you know, certainly it's on them to come to the conclusion that, hey, it's probably good if I, there's an energy exchange that takes place uh, you know, for a situation like this. So karmic currency is, is uh, the currency that opens up doors, it opens up opportunities, it opens up uh, you know, uh, you know, circumstances in our lives that money can't buy. Right, so there's certain doors that have opened up that no, no matter how much money um, you know I have, I can't open that door. But karmic currency opens that door for me. There's certain people that come into your life at the right time, not because of money, but because of karmic currency, and they're just placed in your life at the exact time that you need them. Yeah. And so, the, you know, I'm I'm more about that. And then the other thing too is I there's a quote from Bar Mali that I really love, and he says that some people are so poor that all they have is money.
0: That's powerful,
1: and and that hits home, right? Because you know we, you know, growing up, we were um, under this impression in some ways that money buys us happiness because we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And I know that when I asked my parents to buy me something, like my first pair of Jordans, for example, and when I couldn't have them, I realized how upset I was. So I thought, oh, if I have enough money, then I don't have to create this kind of pain for somebody else. But what happens after that? Right? What happens when you can walk into the mall and buy whatever you want? right yeah. What happens when you can buy that dream car? yeah but then you actually don't want it anymore because you realize there's so much more to life and there's so much more than material things
0: exactly uh, I mean I was on a vacation with my family recently and like you know I felt satiated in all aspects like I felt I had enough time with my the people I loved I hadn't any food I wanted to eat experiences and at the end of that month-long trip i was like i think i was itching to get back into my passion my calling my pursuit of giving back of, of creating you know and um yeah I, I think if you know luckily you found your calling i found my calling and i think that's it finding your your passion your purpose your your meaning um, and then giving your energy and soul toward that and and then enjoying the fruits of that labor you know and then obviously if the wealth comes it's it's a tool but it's not the end, end goal, right? And um, let's 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 dive into, um, you know, maybe uh, I th- I remember a conversation where you when you're making decisions, you drop down into your heart, and um, tell us about like how I mean, and some of these decisions were seven figure, eight figure, nine figure decisions you're making, but you're using an ancient wisdom for that. Tell us about how you use ancient wisdom to and internal wisdom perhaps even. To make you know financial decisions, big life decisions, um decisions that can have ramifications, serious ramifications, good and bad,
1: yeah, absolutely. So you know, friendly reminders to everyone. I know Vikram, you know this, but the first organ to develop is the heart. And so without a heart, none of the other organs in our body uh, can develop because we don't have a circulatory system to get nutrients uh, to the rest of our body. So our heart is something that we really need to lean into. And a device that I use specifically is called HeartMath. So HeartMath is a device that measures something called heart rate variability. And what that measures is a state of coherence that our nervous system is in. When we're in a state of coherence, which we can get to using breath and sound and uh, relaxation techniques, we actually increase communication between the heart and the brain. And when we're in that coherent state, it allows us to make so much much. uh, it allows us to be much more clear in our decision making. Now, what's really interesting about heart math is that you get real time neurofeedback in terms of what's happening to your HRV and how coherent you are staying. So you can literally ask yes and no questions, and your heart will respond in terms of it either moves into coherence or it moves out of coherence. So remember when I ask, and it gets you better at asking questions because you really have to get down to the essence of what you're trying to ask. So if you're, stuck on a deal, or if you're stuck on, Hey, should I, is this something I should do? And you really don't know. Sometimes it's because we're li- trying to listen to our gut. And I always remind people, your gut's full of crap. So, mm-hmm. you know, really try to listen and lean in on your heart because your heart and your brain are going to be the two organ systems that need to be in coherence. Cause they're going to take, they're going to take on the challenge and get the task done. You got to put your heart into it, right? You got to put your mind into it. You never hear somebody say, you got to put your gut into it. Mm -hmm. So let's put those two organs into the arena and and start asking questions and paying attention to the subtle neurofeedback that our body's giving us. So when the answer is yes, depending on how we ask the question, our coherence increases. When the answer is no, you'll clearly see the coherence start to go down and decline because your body's trying to tell you no. Some of us might be familiar with muscle testing. So people like Tony Robbins and a lot of people that um, are operating at a high level they know they're tuned so well into their body that we can ask them a question and their entire nervous system actually goes weak depending on if the answer is yes or no. And you can actually get very accurate results because your body is all knowing, right? It is quantumly entangled with the entire universe. So the entire universe lives in many ways inside of you, not just outside of you. So being able to, you know, slow down, Get into our breath, sink into it, and go into uh, a state of coherence, and then start asking yes and no ans- uh, questions. We can really see if our heart and brain is into you know moving forward or if it's not. And it's uh, it's it's a powerful way. Like it's it's something that I definitely uh, use when I'm making bigger decisions. Right, I'm not going to make this. I'm not going to use it for smaller decisions necessarily. But when you're I eat
0: the at- peanut butter jelly sandwich. Let me let me clip on
1: my, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: my heart math device. No, it's, and and some of the decisions you're telling me, I mean, you're making, I mean, uh, you know, people pray on it, they ask their mentors, they journal on it, but it's nice to have this additional modality where, you know, you're getting the answer from within. So that's pretty yeah. cool.
1: And all the answers are inside of us. You know, I, I truly believe that. We just have to get quiet enough and still enough and sometimes use tools, you know, like heart math, uh, to really get that clarity that we need. So uh,
0: let's get into really, you know, what's next for the amazing Sachin
1: Patel. <laughs> uh, well, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, so I'm still <laughs> trying to figure that out. You know, one thing that I've really leaned into uh, in the last two years is breathwork. So you know, I became a breathwork facilitator. So I've been doing a lot of breathwork uh, training and coaching for functional medicine practitioners. We're continuing to expand our Uh, our mentorship program. So we're taking now people through 12 week cohorts where we're helping them, you know, go from zero to a full on business and program and system in 12 weeks. And we're continuing to mentor people over the course of uh, a year or more, where we help them, you know, further develop their business, hold them accountable to a process and help them gain more clarity in how they want to impact people. And then, uh, you know, that's a professional level. And on a personal level, I want to spend more and more time with my son. He's, uh, he's turning 12. Uh, next week, so I'm super sure excited. Go, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he's uh, he's quite the Renaissance man himself, actually, and so he's a fantastic basketball player. He just learned Rubik's cube. He learned how to solve a Rubik's cube in in less than a week. It's amazing how quickly he picks things up. And uh, you know, spending more time with him, traveling more, is something that I want to do, and and really want to figure out how can I have the biggest impact possible. So we're always looking for, you know, opportunities. I'm always looking for you know, stages to be able to get this message onto just like this. So I appreciate this opportunity, um, you know, to help more people awaken to that possibility of becoming their own best doctor. I want to wake up one day where there's no more work for me to do and everyone's healthy, happy and whole again. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I love that vision. Um,
0: You know, I've been a big fan of Wim Hof and I know that he's really into breath work and a lot of the biohacking community out there, they've started getting into it. It's some ancient Indian practices as well. There's some probably uh, Buddhist practices. Uh, It may be in shaman or Native American or South American techniques as well. So it's interesting. It's cross-cultural, but this breath work, um, people have claimed it to be your body's own psychedelic. And, um, you know, Wim Hof has been popularizing a lot of this. And he has a, (laughs) I love this quote. He goes, try to get high on your own supply. So uh, tell us about some of the, You know, transformational things you've seen with this breath work.
1: Yeah. I mean, here's the cool thing we all breathe, right? And so this is something that transcends uh, race, gender, income. It's something that we all can only do in the present moment. You can't breathe into the future. You can't breathe uh, into the past. And, you know, what I love to help people do is I've been trained in a specific technique called the elemental rhythm breath work experience, where we actually take people through a guided, breathing, um, a protocol that actually gets them into altered states of consciousness. Uh, it's set to beautiful music. It's completely guided uh, by myself or a facilitator. And then there's an integration that takes place afterwards where people come together and hold space for one another, because we really oftentimes will boil to the surface, old trauma and emotions that are holding that we're holding onto. They say our issues are in our tissues and there's no Mm -hmm. better way to move that energy. Uh, you know, that life force, that prana than actually breathing so stagnation occurs um, over time, and that's where aches and pains and things like that develop. And breath work is, you know, the force that really allows us to move this out of us, boil it to the surface, and then get rid of it. So we've uh, I've seen you know fantastic transformations in clients in, in just one 90-minute session, they're waking up to a whole new set of possibilities. They have a business breakthrough they've been looking through, looking for, they have a relationship breakthrough, they have a, a self-awareness breakthrough that they've been trying to find and identify and it finally boils to the surface so they're able to address it head on. And you know, one thing I, I share with people is that breath work is like taking the stairs and psychedelics and plant medicines is like taking an elevator to the top of the mountain. And the view is so much better. You'll get the same view, but the view is so much better when you climb to the top versus take the elevator to the top or get dropped off on a helicopter right? The journey and yeah. the process of and getting you value,
0: there. you value it a lot more too.
1: Exactly. Right. So both are available to us. I mean, breathwork is available to anyone, everyone watching this. You can, you can find uh, uh breathwork trainings and the, uh, maybe we can share the link of the video I shared with you. Um, and you can put on a set of headphones, go through the process and it's, it's transformational. Um, plant medicines can also be transformational uh, as well. So, you know, I've had people do uh, plant medicines and then do breath work and say the breath work was more effective for them than the plant medicines were. So when we
0: bring you back on our next uh, next podcast, we'll talk about the plant uh, medicines. But guys, um, you heard it from uh, Sachin. He's willing to share with us his breath work strategies. So I'll include that YouTube link if that's okay with you uh, to to the audience. So maybe they can experience your expertise in guiding people through that transformational journey. So thank you for that.
1: Thank you. Vikram.
0: Yeah so uh as we wrap up here uh, I, I definitely want them to learn more about either if they're a physician and they potentially want to learn about your perfect practice i want to I want you to share with them the best way but otherwise any other resources you can provide but let's talk about this what's the number one thing of advice you can give to doctors right now who are in in in, in some kind of transitional phase they're in um, they're either going between one form of medicine to another maybe doing some kind of side hustle or business, or maybe pivoting to something else, completely different. What's a a, a sage piece of, piece of advice you can give them?
1: You know, the best advice I can probably give is the advice I wish I received and then took. Getting good advice is one thing, but taking it's the other is find a mentor. And these mentors can be actual people, right? Like yourself and myself, or it could be a book. It could be a video. You know, YouTube has you know, some amazing, amazing videos on there from people like Jim Rohn, people who who are no longer with us. Uh, So find somebody in your industry, ideally, who is doing what you'd like to do and get them to help you. Many times, they're going to be happy to give you free advice or guidance. And sometimes it might involve hiring them. But that's probably the best advice I could give somebody is is to have somebody hold your hand through the process. There's three things that everyone needs to succeed on a journey. They need a roadmap. They need a guide or a sage, somebody who's been there and can show them the way faster, more affordably with less pain, and they need a community. So you need a a roadmap, a guide, and a community. And if you have those three things, you're essentially setting yourself up for maximum success and maximum speed. You know, there's this old proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I believe hiring a mentor and finding a community helps you go far and fast, which is uh, not always the uh, not always available to us. So finding the mentor and community that can support you is going to be your fastest way to success.
0: Guys, that was awesome. Uh, I really enjoy this, and This is, uh, guys, you may want to listen to this episode a couple of times. Uh, tons of information we we ran the gamut from his uh early life uh, as a young entrepreneur barber uh (laughs) to you know a beautiful um uh quotation regarding stem cells and how we have plural potential instead of being boxed into one personality have a fluid identity right um and and allowing uh you know uh this cosmic currency to to support you as you just try to do good for everybody and not don't worry about, you know, whether it's going to come back to you or not. And I love this, how he ended with just three key principles of success, a roadmap, which is a business plan, a blueprint, some kind of strategy, a guide, mentor or coach, and finally a community. If you have all three, you are you're unstoppable. So how do people get to know more about you? Where can they get into your ecosystem? How do they get to work with you, my friend?
1: Uh, well, thanks for asking. So they can certainly follow me on social media. We'll we'll probably share the links for them. Uh, Facebook is where I do a lot of my uh, thought and idea dumps. So you can follow me there. You can also go to perfectpracticementorship.com and you can learn more about our mentorship programs. And uh, you know, we're always here to help and, and support. I've also written a book called Perfect Practice. So you can get a copy of a free copy of that. It's it's at getperfectpractice.com. And there's also a podcast where Vikram, you've been featured as well which is also called perfect practice. So a bunch of ways to reach out to us and i uh, always happy to connect with uh, with any practitioner who wants to you know, take their life and their business to the next level.
0: Thank you, my friend. Uh, wishing you all green lights. Phenomenal, phenomenal journey you've been on. You're an inspiration to me, well done. And uh, for our listeners, guys, uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of Limitless MD, where we teach you about freedom, wealth and human optimization. So until next time, guys, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit vikramraya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.